Christine Bentley here with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Well, we hope you're having a great weekend. We're kicking off the show today, speaking to Toronto's walking miracle. Now, this time last year, entrepreneur uh, Teresa Lorico was in a hospital learning to walk again after nearly losing her life when she was hit by a bus in downtown Toronto. Her New Year's resolutions from last year are completely different from this year, and she's here to tell us about her story and how we can all create more abundant New Year's resolutions. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Do you keep New Year's resolutions? Um, Not really. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I make them anymore because I don't think I've had a lot of success. So I'll be interested to hear um, what Teresa has to say about her change in attitude mm-hmm. after she went through. Now it is still seen as taboo for women to talk about what they do in the bathroom. Christine, mm-hmm. Doctor Melissa Hirschberg is back, and this week we're talking about bowel habits and if they differ between men and women. And I'd say they certainly do in my house. But mm. uh, Dr. Hirschberg has been with us for the last five weekends talking about gut health, natural solutions, healthy eating, and constipation. Now, if you've missed an episode, you can catch up on past segments now on whatshesaidtalk.com. And gut health is something we all really need to be more aware of because I, I think it's, it is it is becoming more and more important. Well, when you when you think about all the people that talk about having IBS and having food allergy, sensitivities, food sensitivities yep. and, and so, yeah, it is much more of a conversation. Um, each year, one mall usually goes above and beyond all others to wow their patrons with holiday offerings. Our lifestyle expert, Lena Almeida, did the research. She checked out what each mall in the area has in store, and she's going to be here to tell us who takes the cake. Mm-hmm. Now, Bruce Willis insists it isn't, but the fans insist Die Hard is a Christmas movie. What do you think? We'll ask film critic Ann Brody. He'll be here with the latest movie and TV reviews in Saturday night at the movies. And uh, Die Hard may be playing somewhere this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we head to the spa. Linda Murphy from Clarity Med Spa is going to tell us about M-Sculpt. It's a non-invasive, painless treatment which helps build muscle and burn fat. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have indie rocker Havens performing his new single, Fall. Now, don't forget to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk. What She Said is headed to beautiful Vernon, B- Vernon BC, rather. And we'll be updating you all on the fun. We'll be snowshoeing, cider tasting, cross-country skiing, and of course... We're filming it all. A big thanks to Tourism Vernon for giving us this wonderful opportunity. We're pretty excited. Pretty pumped. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. 
Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Dubbed Toronto's walking miracle, entrepreneur Teresa Larico was in a hospital this time last year learning to walk again after nearly losing her life after she was hit by a bus in downtown Toronto. Now, her New Year's resolutions from last year are vastly different from this year, and she is here with us in studio now to explain that. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you for having me. So I think everyone who saw that photograph of you, like, pinned under the bus, didn't think there was any way you could possibly survive. I, I, I understand they actually called for a body bag. That's at, correct. At one point. Um, but the story is extraordinary. Seven days in a coma, more than a year healing from the accident, learning to walk again. And you say your body then had like nothing left. Mm-hmm. Explain what you mean. Uh, I had been hit by a bus. Yeah. And I... <laughs> You know, they brought, as you mentioned, um, the dead people person bag and they found me pinned under the bus face down to cement in a pool of blood. So they thought that it was my brain that had mm-hmm. gotten run over. And so I was dead. And But then they found a pulse and they rushed me to St. Michael's Hospital Emergency and um, they realized I had eight broken ribs, frontal lobe brain trauma. My right arm was crushed. Um, My heart and my lungs were under severe pressure from all the crushed ribs and the impact of what had happened. And so it was uh, pretty traumatic. But you don't remember the accident? I don't remember. Even now, you don't remember what happened? I don't remember any of it. And yeah, and I think that was probably a blessing that Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Well, this has been an extraordinary healing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's talk about some of the greatest lessons you've learned. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things that I've learned is, you know, inner healing is as important as physical healing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when something like that happens, you really have to go deep inside yourself to source a strength greater than you've ever known. And it was a spiritual journey for me and, and really a becomingness to, to learn and get to know my soul. And I think a lot of people don't get the opportunity to experience and get to know the, the, their own soul. And I think through this whole journey, I, that was one of the biggest things for me was really to, to see that I am not my body. Mm-hmm. I'm actually more divine and magnificent energy, heart source uh, than my physical body. Does it have something to do with the fact that when we stare our own mortality in the face, mm. um, things that were important are no longer important? There's just a whole different balance of priorities. Mm-hmm. I think you learn really quickly what matters to you. You learn who matters to you. Um, my energy, my mother took my cell phone away from me for several months, and I had to hire private nurses to learn to walk again and breathe again. And I would be talking, and I'd be like, hi, how are you? And I'd have to gasp air after every 
um, breath, I guess I took. And um, I was very sensitive to energies and you and you begin to learn whose energy gives to you and who takes from you. And I, I think as I was healing, I was so sensitive to the energies around me that there were friends in my life that I was like, why do I feel drained after talking to that person? Or why do I feel so infused after talking to this person? They, f- they filled my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you really learn quickly what your priorities are. And for me, I saw how important family was, how important my relationship to God was and how important health was. I was an entrepreneur that was like, go, 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 go. At the time I was filming a movie, I had, you know, two other businesses and I was just go, 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 you know, and it took a bus (laughs) to have me stop and really get how important health is and what a blessing your health is. And is that what you, is that the message that you're trying to convey to people now Like when you talk about like New Year's resolutions and changing your mindset or as you call it, your heart set? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think that when you make your New Year's resolutions this year, really prioritize on, on resolutions that have you recognize that your presence is your present. And rather than taking on these big extravagant one-year resolutions, I recommend 30-day increments. So as I was healing, I did something called The Miracle Morning. Mm -hmm. And the book Miracle Morning has sold a million copies of the book, uh, but I I am the producer of the movie, which is coming out. And in The Miracle Morning, there's a formula called savers, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And if every day you start your day rather than grabbing your cell phone, which we're so addictively like mm-hmm. um, routine to, we recommend that you actually do savers. So you do silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And if you do one minute of each thing, we call it the six-minute Miracle Morning, you actually, throughout your day, are more present. Um, you actually learn how to fill yourself up first before you react to the world and give to the world. And um, so doing something like a, a morning routine helps. Mm-hmm. And when I was healing, my nurses weren't allowed to leave until they checked off every single like <laughs> silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading on it. I had a whiteboard. My morning routines took four hours long at the time because, you know, both of them, had they had to bathe me. And the left side was all eight broken ribs and the right was a crushed arm. So right and left couldn't move. Right. And so every morning I had to visualize. I had to do exercise or whatever I could walk, uh, which is really the bathroom to bed. Um, I had to read. I had to scribe three things I was grateful for. And then, you know, that really helped with the healing process. And the second thing I would recommend people to do for their New Year's resolutions is don't take on like these, I'm going to change everything in a year. Take on 30-day challenges. And this really helped me. So, for instance, I tried veganism because I started studying plant-based diets Mm -hmm. um, and animal cruelty and things like that. And when I tried to be a vegan. I did it for 30 days with a promise of a steak at the end of it. Uh, (laughs) But after doing it for the 30 days, I'm now almost 12 months vegan. And the idea of just trying things on for 30 days, 30 days of a morning routine, 30 days of exercise, 30 days of saying thank you and I love you. Mm -hmm. If you try on 30 day challenges instead of these one year long challenges, you're more likely to um, keep those resolutions as compounded habitual changes. 
Now, you're also the founder and producer of the annual Social Light Conference mm -hmm. in, in Toronto and Vancouver, and that focused on empowering startups, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and this year's event just wrapped up. So how, how was that? Oh, it was so exciting. So Socialite, light is an acronym for leader impacting global humanity today. It's spelled like the word light. Right. And when I first founded it, I thought, you know, in society, when you think of a socialite, mm -hmm. you value one another based on your purse, your shoes, your financial status, very superficial things. Mm -hmm. And I thought we were in a time of consciousness on our planet that imagine we... Um, there's a new emergence of a social light, but a light, mm -hmm. an actual light in the world and leader impacting global humanity today, meaning I value you for your impact and contribution on our planet rather than your shoes and all those like superficial things. And when I launched, I'd, I had never had a business before. I was, you know, uh, in television prior to that. And I, like most entrepreneurs, I just jumped and I'm like, oh, my God, I need to fly. And uh, my first conference, a thousand people came and Richard Branson opened the first one. And this last one that we just did this weekend was an explosion for Toronto. We focus on people, planet, prosperity and business as a force of good. And this year's conference, we had the city of Toronto identify some of the biggest problems that the city is facing. And Mayor Tory came as a surprise guest, and he talked about the flourishing future for Toronto and Canada. And basically what we said to all the young startups and entrepreneurs in the room was, startups, entrepreneurs, leaders, you can solve these problems. Some of you have 100 million dollar companies, over billion dollar companies, you can solve, you know, energy waste, food reduction, um, all these different things. And it was an emergence of, of uh, and a collision between the city and the startup innovation sector. Do you feel that this is the second chance at life that you've been given? I do. I, I, there's not a day that goes by that I'm, I'm not grateful for every breath I take and and I dedicate my days and you know to just serving like this last weekend for socialite was in complete service and gift mm -hmm. to the city of Toronto a city that I was born in I almost died in and I'm very proud to be from and um I think it was my way of giving back to the city and and I will continue to do that and mm -hmm. I feel like the question I would ask everyone who's listening is what you wake up to do every single day of your life worth your only heartbeat. And if what you wake up every day to do is not worth that only heartbeat you've been given, then it's time to take a look and create resolutions that allow you to be more in alignment with your real purpose um, on this planet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. John, I was going to say, so how can people connect with you and... You know, if they want to learn more about either the conference or you personally. Well, I'm writing a book called Rise, and they can uh, find me at TeresaCorazon.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also have a little dog named Love. Yes. And Love is coming out with a book, too. <laughs> and uh, it's called The Daily Dose of Love. And uh, this, the conference can be found at SocialLightConference.com. SocialLightConference.com. Well, thank you very much for joining us today and telling us about your experience and, and bringing us a little love. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? 
A. They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B. They're straight up lying to us. Or C. They're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Dr. Melissa Hirschberg. And if you're just tuning in, Dr. Hirschberg has been here for the last four weekends talking to us about gut health, natural solutions, healthy eating, and constipation. And this week, we're going to talk about men versus women. Welcome back. So do normal bowel habits differ between men and women? So the guideline for what can, what constitutes a normal bowel movement or normal bowel frequency is the same. So we usually look at the three and three rules. So anywhere from three bowel movements a day um, to three bowel movements a week is considered normal. And that holds true for men and women. And similarly, when we talk about consistency, so a normal bowel movement, it shouldn't be um, dry and hard and difficult to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be softer. You don't have to strain. Uh, and that's the same again between men and women. I have to tell you, I'm surprised at what you're saying. I, I, I can't imagine three bowel movements a day for my whole life. Yeah, but a lot of women have three. I mean, it seems like, hmm, you know, it was that more, do men go more frequently because maybe they're bigger and they eat more? But no, there's a lot of women that that's the norm for them as well. And that just goes to show you how much variability there is. What can be normal for one person could be literally going two to three times a week, and for another person could be three times a day. And does it tell you as a doctor that their digestive system is more effective than anyone else's? So... I don't know if the right word is effective. It's whatever's normal for you. So what we look at is a change. So if always the normal, you know, if your frequency was always to go, you know, and have two to three bowel movements a week, and then all of a sudden, you all of a sudden come in and say, I'm going three times a day, that's not normal for you because it's been a change. Conversely, if you're used to going three times a day and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm only going, you know, twice a week, that person could be very constipated. So really it's about the change. Um, And to talk about effectiveness, some people just have a faster transit time. So, you know, things pass through them more quickly. They don't absorb as much water. They might be on different medications that can slow things down. Hormones can play a role. And on the topic of hormones, I was Mm going to ask you whether uh, women are more, more happen to maybe be constipated more frequently than men because our hormonal... uh, Mm -hmm balance seems to be much more sensitive than men's. Yeah, and it is true. I've seen, uh, I saw a recent report that women do report constipation more frequently than men. Um, So being a female was associated with higher reports of constipation. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. Um, Probably a frazzled mother of three. Yeah, stress, (laughs) tired. Absolutely. And like you said, hormones too. So progesterone is one of the female hormones. Uh, It's a hormone that goes up in pregnancy. It's also a hormone that goes up in the second half of your menstrual cycle. And that slows down transit time. So progesterone can be constipating. And men don't have to deal with that. Oh, interesting. I'm on HRT. So I have um, estrogen and progesterone. I take a progesterone Mm -hmm. pill every night, which I find helps me go to sleep. Um, I didn't know that it did anything else, though. But I seem fairly balanced at the moment. But let's admit it. It's, it's, it's kind of like nobody – it's TMI, too much information to talk about your bathroom habits. Nobody wants to talk about it. But Senecott 
commissioned a survey, mm-hmm. um, and it revealed that more than half of Canadians agree if they were suffering from constipation, they would see their doctor. Um, 51% said they'd talk to their partner about their bowel habits. Um, and one in 10 have avoided going out because of constipation. I can see avoiding going out if you had diarrhea, but I'm not sure about avoiding going out because you had constipation. So with constipation, so people think of constipation as just being a frequency bowel movement, meaning, oh, I'm not going to the bathroom. But what people forget is that constipation is also associated with symptoms of bloating and gas. So if you're bloated and you can't do up your pants comfortably, and if you're gassy, sometimes you just don't feel like going out. You know, if you have dinner plans, you just don't feel like going. And I can see people... I I wouldn't think you'd want to eat if you're completely blocked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Exactly. And sometimes it can just turn people off from, yeah, even in enjoying a meal. So tell us more about what the survey found. So so those those um, statistics that you just reported. So I actually found it interesting. So it was, um, I think you said, so about 54%. It said, agree that if they were suffering from constipation, 54% agree they would see their doctor. Right. So... Um, I found, you know, as a physician, I find that interesting because, you know, I guess that means if it's constipation that you're having a hard time relieving on your own. So I guess a lot of people first say, I'm constipated. Let me think what I can do myself. So they might think, okay, first lifestyle. Most people know that when they're constipated, if they try to eat more fiber, if they try to exercise more, if they try to drink more water, that might help relieve it. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't go see their physician yet. Then they might think, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to go to the drugstore. I don't need a prescription. There's certain natural remedies I can take. You know, they can look at, you know, psyllium. They can look at um, a senicide type product like Senecot. They can look at stool softeners. So they might do that next. Mm -hmm. And then if they're still suffering, then they often, we often see them um, at the doctor's office saying, you know, I'm trying all these things, it's not working. And then obviously we have to rule out, you know, medical causes of constipation. Which uh, would be? Yeah. So um, hypothyroidism. So if your thyroid's low, you can present sometimes with constipation. If you have a change in bowel habits from your normal, we can think about a blockage in your colon. You know, you could think about... Um, I mean, this is an extreme, but, you know, want to make sure it's not like a colon cancer, or there's not like an obstruction. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes, okay, this is this is going to be. Sometimes I understand that a stool can get so compacted mm-hmm. inside that it stops, and other stuff is coming around and yeah. going out past it. But this blockage has to be got rid. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, fecal impaction. We often see fecal. There's a, it's called had fecal to be a term impaction. For it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a resident in the emerge, and they're like, "Oh, here, why don't you go see this fecal impaction case?" <laughs> wow, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about the irrigation? thing that people are doing is that is, is yeah. that healthy or i mean i understand that senecott's healthy because well, it's been around for 3500 years i'm wondering if this is just a, a colonic irrigation yeah so i mean obviously that's not something we're taught about in you know in medical school and i always i always look at the least invasive thing you can do first right so and it's hard to define what's healthy and what's not. And I think we talked about this in one of our episodes. It also depends on dose. Something that's a healthy thing, if you have too much of it, is not, you know. Right. So You wouldn't want to be taking even yeah, you wouldn't be every taking, night. For, absolutely. Okay. This is something to use, you know, for yeah. short term. That's it. But not to be relied upon um, chronically. So, and we would need to go to a doctor to determine whether right. or not you had something like the fecal right. impaction or right. something or else. Right, or irritable was bowel going. syndrome, you know, things IBS. like yeah, IBS. We hear, we're hearing a lot more about that. Mm-hmm. Is that just because we 
Well, Didn't talk about it, or is it increasing? Yeah, you know, I wonder because it's like the su- the survey showed people are becoming more comfortable talking about their bowel habits now. People are being more comfortable talking to their doctors about it. So maybe we're just hearing about it now, or maybe it's because of how much the you know North American lifestyle has changed and people are more sedentary, meaning they're not walking around as much, moving their bowels. You know, there's so many more opportunities to get processed food now. So mm-hmm. dietary habits are changing. Um, People are on more medications. We have an aging population where, you know, the, oh, there was a, a correlation between number of medications you're on um, and gut flora. I think you had asked me that before. So if you're on more than two medications, there's more of a chance of your gut flora being off balance. Let mm. me ask you this. You, you you talk about, we've talked about hormones and, t- and medication. What about if you're depressed? Or if you're you're just not yourself for whatever reason you're under. Well, you talked about stress, but maybe mm-hmm. depression. So there that is could a affect- there is a gut brain access, uh, right? For okay. sure. And I mean, it's like a chicken and egg. So sometimes if you're you know, feeling unwell, that can affect your digestive system. You know, people are anxious. What do they feel? They feel it in their gut, right? Yeah. Um, but also, if your digestive system's not healthy, if your gut flora is off balance, if you're constipated and struggling and feeling bloated and gassy, that's going to cause you to be depressed. And most of our serotonin, which is the feel-good hormone, is actually produced in our gut. So there's oh. definitely a, um, a link and an association. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. So what would you recommend for people suffering from constipation? So if you're suffering from constipation, look at your lifestyle. Think, am I getting enough exercise? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough fiber in my diet? Am I on any medications that might be affecting uh, my bowels? What can I do to try to remedy it myself by way of changing lifestyle or maybe going and looking for products over the counter to be used in the short term, uh, like a stool softener, like a Senna product, like Senecot, um, or... um, a, a psyllium or a fiber supplement. And then if that's not helping, go talk to your physician and make sure there's nothing more serious going on. Okay, now um, online, Senecot has a website. It's S-E-N-O-K-O-T dot C-A. C-A. Okay, so senecot.ca and they've got all kinds of information there. And if people wanted to get in touch with you? Uh, you can look at my website, melissahirschberg.com or you can read about my diet at thegooddietplan.com. Excellent. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining us today and talking about a hmm, sensitive sensitive subject. subject. That's the word <laughs> I was looking for. <sighs> what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. We'll be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. 
And joining us now for Saturday Night at the Movies is our favorite film critic, Anne Brody. And we're starting off today with The Favorite. Holy cow, this is something else. This is about Queen Anne, uh, early, like mid-16-something to 17-something. Um, God, what a story. Did you see The Lobster last year? No. I, I did. It Same guy. Super weird. Okay. Olivia Coleman, who's going to be nominated, but I don't think she'll win against the terrible Lady Gaga. Um, she plays Queen Anne, who's mm-hmm. like really dumb and <laughs> intractable, and she spends all her time either throwing up or seducing all the women in the court. And uh, I mean, she had children. She had seven children, and they all died at very young ages. Anyway, so this is about the, the uh, court battles for her favor <laughs> between her lady of the bedchamber, Rachel Weiss, and the newcomer, Emma Stone, who's absolutely fantastic. And it's the little war that I don't like to use the word cat fight because it's very sexist, but it's basically these three women warring it out for attention and power. Is there any historical well, I don't fact, know. This basis is, to this any is, of this? These were her lovers? I, the women, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. Is there uh, any historical? No, I've. Well, he, she had what Wikipedia says was a close, long-term relationship with her, with the Rachel Vice character. Okay, but she was also married and, and you know, did her thing around so the were court. Lots of people, but yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I just wonder what <laughs> being married was. I've got to tell you, this film is going to blow your mind. It's going to mess with you, <laughs> and it's so Why? good because <laughs> it's so weird. It just takes things to the nth degree. Her best friends were her rabbits, um, you know, and she she would fly into rages and she would sort of fall asleep at all kinds of engagements. She was just so out of it, so crazy. And my thought is, back in those days, maybe this was authentic because there was no one to help people with problems. And um, there was just too much stress in the court. Okay, well, let's move on to Divide and Conquer, the Roger Ailes story. Ah. Oh, man, this is really upsetting. Very upsetting film. Why? Because he created Fox News to rile up the crazies and make himself money? Yeah, and everything that comes out of Trump's mouth, he said first. Mm-hmm. So he ran three presidential campaigns, including Trump's. And, of course, as you know, he had an infamous fall because of the sexual harassment cases against him at Fox, and he left and he died shortly afterwards. But this man was so petty, so ego-driven, so power-hungry that he moved to a little tiny town of 1,900 people in New England, ran for mayor, and harassed and stalked his rival. In a small town. This is how crazy this guy is. Well, and apparently it, part of it was to, to sort of settle, settle scores, scores and it grudges. It was all about settling scores. It's the kind of politics you see now. A little well, man with a lot of power. Yeah, he started out in the Mike Douglas show and sort of developed himself as a right-wing um, creator, you know, uh, mentor. And this is what we see today. Mm-hmm. So what about something on a lighter note? Love Jacked? Yes, lighter. Yes, it's a trifle. <laughs> it asks nothing and gives nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. about a, a guy and a girl. Oh, it's just 
too silly. I don't even want to talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Skip that one. Don't waste your money. Once Upon a Deadpool. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is when... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is always a Christmas treat for me. He I don't is know. a treat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> so what happens here is they've basically slammed together and recut Deadpool 1 and 2 with ad- additional footage of, of him kidnapping Fred Savage. But they've made it um, PG for the kids to watch. I can't imagine how much fun it would be, but, you know, it's just one of these things that they're doing to to cash in on the money. Um, And why not? I think Ryan Reynolds is just a dear, and I like his sense of humor, and he's he's Canadian, so Mm -hmm. go see it. Okay. Okay. Now, hang on. We we need to talk about this because it could get could get nasty. Now Bruce Willis insists Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I think it is. It, it takes place at Christmas. They're going home for my the question. Christmas holidays. Yes. Why? What's not Christmas? Are there about Christmas it? lights in it? Yes. I, yes. There are Christmas lights in it. There's even a Christmas tree in the lobby, isn't there? Isn't there? Bruce, I think there is. What is wrong with him? There's Christmas stuff everywhere. It is a Christmas movie. So why is he so reluctant to think that well, it isn't a Christmas that's, maybe movie? Maybe it's tongue Oh, I know why. why. He wants it to be about diehard Bruce Willis. <laughs> diehard Bruce Willis. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. That is the debate that rages on and on. Now, um, oh, what about you had a couple of other things you wanted to mention, whether on DVD or Prime or? Uh, well, yeah. But first I want to say about Die Hard is that it's, it's playing at Cinesphere this weekend. Oh. oh. So they're bringing it back as a Christmas film. Of course. So Bruce Willis, you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, Bruce. (laughs) Everyone everyone thinks it's there. Um, And if you've got time for looking anything online that you like that's out? Uh, You're going to have to remind me because I don't have my script here. I don't have my reading glasses and I forget. Oh, Sacred, yes. That's on PBS. And it's um, a a very well-known documentary filmmaker, Academy Award winner. I think he's won four. He's gone around the world and studied various ways of of, uh, religious sacrament and faith and belief. And I think it would be very interesting. Of course, it's now. And Colette? Colette. Yes, it's out on DVD. It was a great film. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. I like Kira Knightley. Yeah, she's great in this. So if you get a chance, do it. Okay. Okay. We have to leave it there. And thank you very much for joining us. And you can find Anne's reviews up now on whatyoucaidtalk.com. Thank you. This is 105.9 The Region. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Each year, one mall usually goes above and beyond to wow their patrons with holiday offerings. And our next guest has done the mall Santa circuit for a decade and finally knows what she's looking for when it comes to an amazing Santa experience for the little ones. Lifestyle expert Lena Almeida is here. Welcome back. Hi, it's great to be back. <laughs> okay, so I mean, brutal research for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a 10-year-old. So for the last 10 years, we've been, you know, doing the Santa experience experience at malls. Mm -hmm. And when we first started doing it, it was just the standard, you know, sit on Santa's knee, baby cries, try to get that picture. I'd I'd sit on fashion Santa's (laughs) knee. (laughs) And then as he got older, you know, it was a little bit more interactive. But in the last few years, malls are just going all out to really make sure that that Santa visit is one you and your kids will remember. So I've done all the research and I have checked out what the malls in the area are offering this holiday season. And the clear winner this year is Scarborough Town Center. Really? Mm -hmm. Woo! 
So it starts with Santa's secret workshop. Now, my boys and I had a chance to experience it last week, and oh, I, my boys said it was the best Santa experience they've ever had. And here's what happened. So you do have to make a reservation. So you have to go online to ScarboroughTownCenter.com and look for Santa's secret workshop. And it's a 15-minute session. And in that session, when you first go in, Santa's helpers are there. Mm -hmm. They will take down some quick information, like the kids' names. And if the child has not written a letter to Santa just yet, they even have a chance to do a quick wish list, post it, and then the magic happens. You go in, you see Santa. And again, it's in a private comfortable environment. So, you know, there's no lineup behind you. You have the time. And within that 15 minutes, while your kids are meeting with Santa, you can take as many photos as you wish. And there's a professional photographer there. And within, let's say, an hour or so, you'll actually get a link to 15 to 20 professional photographs from the session. Well, that's good that they don't let you stop or prevent you from taking your own photographs. 100%. So I was there clicking, you know, photos. (laughs) (laughs) But then after the visit with Santa, the boys actually sat down and watched a quick cartoon about the elves getting, you know, everything Mm -hmm. ready back in the North Pole. And then Santa gave them two stockings to decorate. So they wrote their names on it and they dazzled them up. And when they were done, they had a candy cane delivered by Santa in each stocking. So again, from start to finish, 15 minutes, it's a long time. And it's something your kids aren't going to forget. How much? I'm going to go there. Oh, How much? It is so worth it. $50 okay. until December 17th. So again, for that $50, not only are you getting the 15 minutes private time with Santa, but you're also getting the link to between 15 and 20 professional photos. And you don't photos. have to pay extra for those? No. Oh, yes. I thought that was an option no, that you could buy. That's, that's included. Because if you think about it, if you do a regular meet and greet with Santa, some of those packages for one photo yeah. can be $32. Exactly. So here you can choose the photos you like. And I was emailed a notification and as well texted a notification that my photos were ready. So I think that is the best value this year. Spots are filling up. So again, scarboroughtowncenter.com, you're gonna look for the Santa Secret Workshop link, reserve your 15 minute spot, and if you can do it before December 15th, sorry, excuse me, December 17th, $50. And what is it after December? 75. Okay. So it's, it's not a huge jump, but I mean, I'm always down for saving a little bit of money. Yeah, sure. And the sooner you do the experience and get your photos, the sooner you can share them. So what happens if you've got a family? Like how many kids could be included in that? This is a great thing. It fits up to five people, including kids. So each session, you can bring the entire family. And again, it's five, the family of five. If you wanted to break it up, you could do two sessions. So if you mm-hmm. had, you wanted to do it with extended family. But if you're a grandparent and you want to bring up to four grandkids, I think that's also a great little idea as well to just get them all together and get those photos for the holidays. Now, do they have a a market there this year? Yeah, and it's a great market. So they actually have a secret garden-themed holiday market. And there you're going to find artisanal vendors, similar to a craft show or an Mm -hmm. art show. And the vendors do rotate throughout the holidays, but you can expect to find 
fashion, beauty, and food retailers. This is great if you're looking for more of a -a one-of-a-kind gift. So, you know, you've done them all, and now you're looking to get something a little bit special because it's mostly created by hand by, again, artisanal Mm -hmm. vendors. And the secret garden theme is a great way to just stop and smell the roses, especially in the busy shopping season, because the the room is decked out with all white hanging florals, white succulents throughout, and they even have a beautiful garden swing. That's your Instagram moment. Always looking for the Instagram moment. Always looking for the gram moment. And the holiday market runs through to December thirty first. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. it's before a Christmas and after as well. So again, you can get more information online or pop into Scarborough Town Center. One of my favorites. This, I'm so happy. You, I, I grew well, up we with, with, I mean, we, we lived there. there. We, we, yeah. you know, we I lived there. there, and I mean, I lived around, <laughs> yeah. in Highland Creek and went there, and I and I loved it. I always loved it. My husband had me take a picture of him in front of International Clothiers because that was his very first job. Oh, Scarborough Town Center. Yeah, really. Oh, okay. No, it's a fave. It's an Mm. absolute fave. That's awesome. So it says ScarboroughTownCenter.com and you can slash Santa's secret workshop. You'll find it there. You bet. Lena, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Same to you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. We are in Salon at the Spa with Linda Murphy at Clarity Med Spa, and we are going to talk about a new machine that you've got. Tell us all about what the EM Sculpt does. This is M Sculpt, and also EM Sculpt. You can call it what you like. I'll tell you, it works. And what M Sculpt is? It's a new device, uh, new to Canada, new to um, the USA, um, and it is Health Canada and FDA approved to build muscle. And burn fat. Okay, now we, we're used to um, cool therapy, yes. the freezing. So this that's where the fat gets removed. Yes. But this isn't like that. The, so the primary function with this, the wow factor, the wiggle room in terms of services that can treat your body, what it's, servicing, what it's doing is it's helping people that want to build muscle 
while they're also burning fat. So yes, we have cool sculpting for permanently destroying fat cells. Right. So sometimes if someone has a little more bulk, we would reduce their fat cells first with cool sculpting, but come in right afterward with M sculpt to build muscle and burn more fat. But a lot of people don't have a lot of fat to burn. And their challenge is, is building muscle, whether it's on the abdomen, on the buttocks, um, they, they just can't build that muscle. So it's just saving you a little bit of time in the gym, not a replacement for the gym, but boosting the work that you're doing in the gym or enhancing what you're not able to reach with your workout. So I could get a six pack. You could get a six pack. Absolutely. And you could get a butt lift. <laughs> so it is actually approved to lift the butt as well. So this is a big deal. When you get approvals, it's what are you getting the approvals for, for a device, whether it's skin tightening, permanent hair uh, removal, um, or uh, building of the muscle. M-Sculpt is approved in Canada to build muscle. So what does the EM, the M stand for? The EM stands for electromagnetic. The technology is HIFEM. It's high intensity focused electromagnetic treatment. So when when it's high intensity, let me describe what you're going to experience, Kate, when you're on the table. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have this big paddle attached to your tummy right. or your buttocks or both, not all at the same time. And we're going to attach the paddles to your body. And in a 30-minute period, you are going to experience 20,000 muscle contractions. I don't know how you could do that in the gym. But we're going to do it right here in a 30-minute treatment. So that's the high intensity. And you're going to feel this crunching sensation, this pulling. It doesn't hurt. It's weird. I will tell you, it's unlike anything you've experienced. If you ever saw those infomercials for Dr. Ho, it's Dr. Ho on steroids. Um, but you'll be able to walk out of here. You'll feel, you'll feel fine. You'll feel like your abs or your buttocks or whatever we're treating have been activated, but you won't be in pain. And in, and in the process, um, there's a tapping sensation because of all these muscle contractions. There'll be a buildup of, of lactic acid. Mm -hmm. So with this treatment, you have these muscle contractions followed by a tapping action to move the lactic acid and just to keep it moving. Okay, so it doesn't hurt while you're having the treatment. How does it feel weird. the next it's day? It's weird. Oh, the next day you feel fine. You're going to feel um, like your abs have been pulled in. You're going to feel like something's been cinched. Um, the end result, this is what the satisfaction rate on this treatment is very high with our clients with a website called Real Self. Mm -hmm. um, and in the US, all the studies that they've done, they've done seven independent studies in the US by doctors groups, which is a big deal in this industry to have a North American study supporting the white paper when they launch this device. And the satisfaction rate is what we're looking at. And it's very high. So you're going to what what satisfies people is they feel their core getting stronger. Um, they feel their waist cinching in like someone's pulling a like almost like a muscle, you know, the weightlifters belt, mm -hmm. you can feel the muscle being redefined because of these 20,000 crunches. So how many what what sort of series would okay. you do? So the protocol is, and this is how we start, we stick to protocols. Someone has done a lot of science and a lot of research. The protocol is you're going to come four times over a two-week period. That's it. You're going to come four times. We're going to treat you maybe every two or three or four days. But over that 
uh, two-week period we're going to treat you four times you're going to start seeing the muscle changing very quickly and even after that fourth session it's going to continue to get better and better the peak for most people seems to be around the three or four month mark from the treatments they had you know a couple mm-hmm. of months ago it continues to get better so is it something that you may, would you would repeat it every year? You would. Um, so I'll share my story. I got on the table. I was not motivated for my abs. I'm like the shoemaker with holes in my shoes. I will get there. I got on the table specifically for my glutes. And I wasn't concerned about butt, butt lift. I'm over that, although I will take it. But my glutes don't fire. And I've had a lot of back problems because my glutes don't fire. And I thought, hmm, my physio spends a lot of time trying to get my glutes to fire. It's been a game changer for me. When I go to Pilates, I'm able to isolate and find the muscles that that my instructors have been trying to help me find. So how do I know if I'm a candidate for this? Okay. Unless you're uh, contraindicated with a pacemaker or you've had a medical condition, there's a a short list of medical conditions conditions where someone might be contraindicated but pretty much male or female if you have an area where you want to build muscle on your abdomen or on your glutes we have protocols to treat you then in the gym you can work on the other areas or you'll continue to work on those areas but more effectively your body will start responding because we've helped you find and fire those muscles you really say it it absolutely works have you how who have you which of your clients have you seen great results from so far? So when we launched, we did a soft launch with our clients in-house. Mm-hmm. They've already signed up. I would say 60% of them have already signed up for a maintenance program. Some are still waiting, and I respect that. They're, they want to see, they want to go the full three, four months to see when they need it. Most of them have been very fit. Mm-hmm. Most of them have been very fit, so they know their bodies and they're seeing the muscle building. So, and when they're doing maintenance, some people are coming once a month, some people are coming every two months. I had a gentleman come in, he's been on the road for the last seven or eight weeks, he hasn't hit the gym, and he loses it first. When he stops exercising, he loses his core first. Mm-hmm. So, we're helping him bring his core back. Okay, so it's 30 minutes, 30 minutes, about four for four times, yep. two or three days apart. Yep. Okay, and I'm going to feel weird. It's weird. It is weird. Um, But no one's bailed. (laughs) No one has bailed. And they're like, okay, here we go. And you just, it's just a quiet time. I come in and check on you and that's it. So there's no downtime. Zero downtime. Zero. So how can people, after they've seen me go through this, how can people get in touch with you and find out more about it? People can get in touch with us by going to our website, Mm -hmm. claritymedspa.ca. They can email or call us. Um, It's good to browse the website and see all the services that we provide. MSculpt might not be for you. So when you go onto our website, I promise you it's pretty detailed. You'll get a good education on all the services we provide. Um, If you're not sure if MSculpt is for you, come in for consultation. We'll talk to you about whether it is or it isn't. And if it isn't, you know, we'll we'll try and recommend somewhere that is the right treatment for you. And if not, we would be happy to bring you on board. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year 
Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. When you What you are listening to is Fall, the new single by indie rock artist Havens, who joins us in studio now. Welcome back to What She Said. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. So how have you been? I've been great. It's been busy the last few months since I've last seen you guys, but um, doing all the things that I think I need to do and that, that certainly that I want to do. So it's been good. Well, this is your second single of the year. And yes. it was recorded with Gold Record Award winning Canadian musician Tim Oxford of the Arkells mm. on the drums. Uh, and you've worked with him before. So how that us back together again yeah yeah so this is our second uh release together there's going to be one more actually spoilers but um yeah it's uh it's it's amazing because the arkells is a band that i've really been into since i was a kid since i was like 17 so getting to work with somebody whose music and who's playing and whose band like i've admired so much over the last few years is um it's it's incredible so i'm really happy that i've got that connection and you know his playing sounds fantastic you can hear it on the track so so what's the song about well this song um it's part of a trilogy of songs so peace and darkness was kind of about cherishing the good moments when you have them in life and uh this song is kind of about when you're searching for for love but it's hard to find it of course and a lot of people naively expect it to come easily but that's not always the case so it's sort of a song that um, speaks to that uh, theme and the next one is going to be another another side of love but it's kind of like three three love songs sort of well the first song did really well i mean you had what 53,000 streams on yeah. spotify yeah yeah it did pretty good so i'm happy with that i'm hoping to top it with this one now yeah Pe- people are always confused though it's like that sounds like a huge amount of yeah. money what do you actually make from something like that cuz i hear it's virtually <laughs> pennies yeah it, it's you get a fraction of a cent per per stream so i think that 53,000 i i got a royalty thing recently for $24 from that so, yeah <laughs> So yeah. really, touring and direct sales um, is is how artists are make, making a living. If yeah. if you are, if you're lucky to be able to tour, if you're lucky to have a big audience that you know you can fill up rooms around the country or around the continent or the world. If you're if you're super lucky, so. So where can people find your music online? Uh, well, any social media uh, is we're just Music by Havens. So mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Music by Havens or musicbyhavens.com. And um, just yeah. search Havens. Y- yes, yeah. <laughs> you'll find a lot of stuff if you search Havens. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely, thank you guys so much. That is it for what she said today. We'll be back again tomorrow at noon, right here on 1059 The Region. Make sure you give us a follow on social media at What She Said Talk. But singing us out now, here is Havens performing Fall.
There's so much to assume when you fall each time That it has to be you, only wrong you can do When it comes to these things in life You tell yourself that it's just bad luck Eventually you'll be past the struggle But as the air grows thick it gets harder to breathe when you see her tonight, you will fall for the millionth time. When you see her tonight, you won't know why. Nothing that you say will make it better, and nothing that you do will be alright. When you see her tonight, fantasize then you agonize all the things she could do if your heart she would choose but you can't see the truth in her eyes you tell yourself it will be better next time eventually you will find it in someone but then the air grows thicker than the last time when you For the millionth time when you see her tonight, you won't know why. Cause nothing that you say will make it better, and nothing that you do will be alright. Rinse and repeat night after Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. 
Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.